Hello and welcome to Organic Sister Podcast. Today's episode, we want to talk about your body being the temple. I'm going to use a familiar scripture that many of us have heard before and try to unpack that a little bit. Romans 1 and 1 um, says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So today, as we talk about the body as a temple, I want to talk about how Christians often neglect the body because we've been told that the body is so sinful and it's sinful in in its desires that as a Christian, we must crucify the body. But how many of us, after we've become saved or we've gained salvation, try to die to ourselves or put your body to death only to find out we just can't really do that? It's been hard to tame the body. Our, fret, our excuse me, our flesh creates desires that our bodies pay the penalty for. God didn't tell us to crucify a dead body, but offer the body as a living sacrifice. I love the way God likens our body um, to a temple. I love this analogy. Now, think about it. It's kind of amazing when you think about it. Why does God even care that our bodies are maintained? I believe this goes back to Genesis. It was God's original intent to dwell with man. Before sin, God wanted an intimate relationship with man, but sin separated us. God's second attempt to dwell with man was the Ark of the Covenant. His spirit lived in the Ark of the Covenant. And if you recall, the Ark of the Covenant was so holy that nothing unclean could touch it. So what am I getting at is that anything that houses the spirit of God must be clean. God in his infinite wisdom said that I love man so much that I'm going to put myself inside of him. So we no longer have to have a physical temple to commune with God. We have God actually living right here inside of us. All that God asks is for us to keep his house clean. You see, we've interpreted, I believe, the Bible wrong many times when it comes to this. I believe we've confused the flesh with the body. The flesh is our sinful nature. It is the sinful nature of man, not necessarily the body. Now, the body may be the physical manifestation of some of our fleshly desires, but God says that our body houses his spirit. Therefore, If your body houses his spirit, wouldn't you agree that there should be some kind of maintenance um, of his building for his spirit to dwell in? Now, I know I may sound just a little cavalier in what I'm saying, but it's really that simple. We have to respect the earth suit that God placed as our bodies until until Christ returns again. The image of Christ really is the body, the spirit, and the soul. And I can't think of a more appropriate time right now than for us to start thinking about cleansing our bodies. Since it's spring, I think it's the optimal time to do some spring cleaning. Now, I'm not talking about house cleaning, so to speak. I'm really talking about gut cleaning. 
I truly believe that death begins in the colon. So I really want you to think about this. For many of us, this is a taboo subject. It's something we're not comfortable talking about. But we can't just say, I don't know, I don't want to talk about it, or even blame anyone for not knowing anymore. We have to educate ourselves because it's not the doctors that drive our healthcare decisions, it's the insurance companies. The insurance companies don't care about treatments and cures. What it cares about is profits. With all the knowledge we have, why are we sicker today than we were years ago? It's because sickness is big business. Sickness is a trillion dollar business. If you understand the politics behind sickness, medication and healthcare and the insurance industry, it's enough to make you want to just move off the planet. That's why I think it's vitally important to understand gut health because I truly believe gut health or gut lack of health is death. And I know that I'm maybe a little bit morbid about it, but I am here to scare you. It really is a personal mission for me. Every day I conduct clinical trials for leading drugs. The same politicians that regulates our laws for these drugs are the same ones that eventually sit on the board of the FDA and the USDA. So you have to ask yourself, Whose interest is it for you to stay sick or unhealthy? I want you to think about it. If we cleanse every area of our bodies and have never been told to clean the one portion of our body that is the dirtiest and the filthiest, whose benefit or whose best interest that was to tell us to never clean this? For those of you who know me and who follow me, you know by now that I talk about body detoxification so much that you're either convinced that this is something you need to do or you just think that I have a problem and that I like to talk about it so much. But getting healthy is very much in vogue these days, especially with celebrities. You may have wondered about what is the talk a lot of these celebrities are saying about colon cleansing and how it works? When you first hear about body detoxification, you may conjure up images in your mind that are so unpleasant. But once you get to understand how the body detoxes and how it works, I think you'll have a different opinion. Body detoxing concentrates on cleaning out your digestive system. Usually by drinking a solution that is made to sweep the intestines clean and to give your, um, or just your digestive system a boost or by doing colonics that manually cleanses the gut out. Colon cleansing is a subject that we just don't want to talk about it, but we got to do something about it. But who sits around and talks about gut health other than me? I truly believe that death begins in the colon and I repeat that and I repeat that often so that you can record that in your brain. I believe with everything that I am that what impacts us in the colon attacks us in the body. Diseases and dis-ease is something that has infiltrated the body and the body has never gotten rid of it. As a medical scientist, I have a bird's eye view 
on most of the new drugs that come to market. So I get to intimately see what diseases do to our bodies. Cleansing the colon works to make sure that your digestive system is healthy, therefore making you more healthy. When your digestive system is in good working order, your entire body sings. If your digestive system is unhealthy, then the whole body suffers. You may experience bloating, gas, bad breath, um, brain fog. All of these are signs of an unhealthy colon. One of the ways that I tell people that they can ter- determine how toxic they are is pay attention to your morning breath. Believe it or not, morning breath is not something that we should have, or at least to the extent that we have it. Now, your breath is not going to be minty fresh in the morning, but it shouldn't reek across the room or your mate should not actually smell it from their side of the bed. Morning breath is a sign of carbohydrates and proteins decaying, becoming rancid and putrefying in your gut. In order to have a healthy body, you got to cleanse your digestive system. Your digestive system is a catch-all basin for all the toxins that your body take in daily. Your colon itself is about five and a half to six feet long. So there's a lot of surface area for undigested foods to stick to the walls of the colon. It has been said that we carry anywhere from five to 22 pounds of fecal matter in the colon at one time. Just think about it. If food spoils on your table at room temperature, what do you think food would do in your stomach with your core body temperature being 98.6 degrees and you're not going to the bathroom regularly? Even if you are a healthy person who doesn't smoke and doesn't drink and eats mainly organic foods, you are still taking in toxins daily. Toxins are in the air that we breathe, the water that we drink, and the products that we put on our skin. It's just about everywhere. And unfortunately, we can't escape this. These toxins linger in the body and in the hair, and they find our way. I'm sorry, they find their way to our digestive system. The digestive system is comprised of the organs such as the liver, the pancreas, the kidneys, and the intestines. Once food usually enters the digestive system through the stomach and then is passed through for processing through the digestive tract, some of the foods actually stick to the walls of your intestines because of mucus. Some foods and drinks that we take may make the kidneys and the pancreas work overtime to process it because the body doesn't know how to assimilate it. All of the organs in the digestive system have a job to do in order to keep the body running healthy. Once food and drink is processed in the system, it is then eliminated by the waste. Liquids are eliminated by urine and solid waste is eliminated through the intestines as feces. Because of the inorganic and synthetic foods we consume, foods can end up getting stuck for years on the walls of our intestines. And we may not see the full effect of it until much later in life. If you um, 
follow um, body detoxifying, you may even read on the internet cases where doctors have found childhood toys in the walls of the intestines of adults. So I want to urge you, when you think about your spring cleaning, I want you to think about spring cleaning your colon. And I want to give you some tips on how to cleanse your colon. Find foods that are rich in fiber. And once you find foods that are rich in fiber, determine what kind of fiber that is best for your body, whether it's soluble or insoluble. Green leafy foods are a great way of sweeping the gut clean. A diet rich in probiotics help to populate the gut and to help digest foods that contain toxins. Probiotics like acidophilus, lactobacillus, lactobacterium are great to help repopulate the colon. I also recommend periodic fasting. It helps to give the digestive system a rest and rejuvenate and recuperate. Another thing you can do is reduce the amount of medications that you're taking. Your body was never meant or never designed to process anything other than food and drink. So once you get an adverse reaction to a medication, that is just a warning sign of your body saying that there is something foreign in the body that it does not know how to assimilate. Lastly, read your labels with products that you put on your hair and your skin. A lot of these products contain harmful ingredients that can hurt your skin, that can hurt your hair, but they can actually cause damage to your health. There are great foods that we can eat. They help sweep the colon clean. Wheat brand is great. It's a great source of insoluble fiber. That's going back to whether or not we said soluble fiber is good or insoluble. Soluble fiber is fiber that is um, in water. All brand cereal is great. Um, most beans, especially kidney beans, usually have a fair amount of fiber. Lentils, shredded wheat cereals, and most grains are gonna be high in fiber, as well as flaxseed and vegetables. So the types of fiber um, that you get in your body, and I believe in a mixture of soluble and insoluble fiber. The insoluble fiber is that fiber that's not gonna digest so well. So just think about it, um, the fibers that bulk up in your body, like when you take the fiber supplements, and if you put it in water and maybe leave it for 15 to 30 minutes and you come back and you see this big glob, that gives you an idea um, of the difference between soluble fiber and insoluble fiber. Um, but the insoluble fiber are good because it helps um, to slow down um, the insulin that is shot out in your body when you're taking um, large amounts of carbohydrate and are more susceptible to being um, insulin resistant. So for me, I wanna urge you to spring clean, not just your home, but spring clean your gut. Spring cleaning your gut gives you health. 
just like spring cleaning your home gives you this peace of mind, the same thing will happen when you actually spring clean your colon. Um, I recommend colonics because they are great for the body and they manually actually um, eliminate the um, fecal matter from your colon. I, I do this in my office and I recommend it to so many people. I also recommend um, finding a step stool or even some old newspapers that you can put um, on the toilet um, next to you and actually elevate your feet. And that assimilates a squatting position. Believe it or not, once you actually do this, rather than eliminating from your rectal cavity, you actually eliminate more because you're eliminating from your sigmoid colon and out. And that's about 12 to 14 inches. Regular bowel movements are essential. Just like babies and dogs, you have to eliminate after eating. If you feed a baby, within 20, 30 minutes, you have to change that baby. The same thing with dogs. You feed a dog 20, 30 minutes, you have to go and walk that dog. Our body should be the same way. But I would be so surprised for those of us who say, every time I eat, I go to the bathroom. The vast majority of us go to the bathroom every other day rather than daily. And most of us consume three meals a day. If you're consuming three meals a day, there's seven days in a week that's 21 meals. So even if you're eliminating only once a day, you are left with 14 meals inside of you. Doesn't sound like a lot, but let's multiply that by two weeks. That's 28. Let's multiply that by a month. That's 56 meals inside of you every month. Wouldn't you think over time that that would cause a problem with your health? Sure you do. That's why it's so important to get gut healthy. This episode of Organic Sister was for you to spring clean your gut. Healthy living, healthy eating. Organic sister. I am organically yours.